I'm Jennifer J, the Premier VA. I consult with business owners to set up the proper systems and automations for their business so that they can grow and scale their businesses with systems and automations. I do it because there was a gap in the industry and most business owners didn't start their businesses to set up systems and automations, nor do they know how. That's where I come in at. And here lies the System Situation Podcast. We will be bringing to you everything systems and automations. New episodes drop every Friday. So tune in to the Systems Situation Podcast. Hey, all right, let's get into it. Hey, all right, okay, welcome, welcome, welcome everyone to System Situations, where we talk everything systems. So those of you who do not know me, my name is Jennifer J, the Premier VA, I create and set up systems and automations for business owners so they can grow and scale their businesses. Today, we're talking about when systems go wrong. I wish I had my sound effects ready because I definitely would (laughs) do some sound effects, whatever, Um, definitely. So let's get into it when systems go wrong. First, I want to preface if you have not gotten the systems playbook definitely get the systems playbook because it will help you with everything i go live and talk about um it won't help you with this but it will you'll have a system to go wrong right (laughs) so um let's get into it listen systems are going to break you are going to have issues with your systems. It's evident. It's going to happen. Something is going to happen. But don't panic because I got you, okay? There are rules to making sure that your systems are working properly, all right? And then there are rules to what happens when something goes wrong. So, Let's break this down. The first thing that you want to identify is, is this actually a system failure or is this a customer didn't read? Is this a client didn't read? Client wasn't patient. Is it a one case situation? Is it an isolated incident, right? So how do you how do you identify that? You identify that by how many notifications did you get for this problem? All right. So one thing that I tell my clients all the time is that it's not broken if it's an isolated incident. It's broken if you start getting a lot of notifications, a lot of emails for the same issue. Right. So, for example, say you have an offer, you have an ebook, and when people sign up, you deliver the ebook. Well, if one person emails you and says, 
I didn't get my ebook, that doesn't mean the system is wrong. That doesn't mean the system is broken. What that means is that this person didn't get it because they didn't look in their um they didn't look in their spam. They didn't look in their promotions folder. They didn't look in their updates. Maybe it's in their trash. Maybe it just didn't come. They didn't give it enough time to deliver, right? So when those things happen, that's an isolated incident, right? That's not, oh my goodness, the system is broken. It's not delivering the product to the people. No, it's an isolated incident. So in that incident, you would go and you would identify why this person didn't get it. But when you get multiple emails, notifications, support tickets, then we know, okay, we have a system failure. Okay. This is when the sound will come in. Bonk, 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 bonk. Okay. Now, so the first step is to isolate the incident right? Isolate the incident to what part of your system is broken. And how do you do that? You do that because whatever the support ticket, the emails are saying, it's telling you what's broken. That's telling you where the system fault is at. So that's where you'll go. So if it says the system charged me twice, so now I'm going to go to my payment processor to see why this person was charged twice, right? I'm going to go to, um, if you have a cart, I'm going to go to the cart to see what happened. These are the ways that we isolate, isolate, troubleshoot. Whatever they say, that's where you go. If they say, I didn't get my ebook, I didn't get my product then you're going to go to whatever delivery system you have for that. So active campaign helps you troubleshoot very well. And this is why I love using active campaign because if something goes wrong, I can always go into active campaign and see that particular person's journey. What happened? They clicked this button and they were delivered the product but they never opened it. So then that's when I'm going to say, okay, you need to go to your promotions. We're showing you it was delivered, but um, you didn't receive it. So that's a one-off issue. But if I go into active campaign and I see, oh my goodness, my automation is broken, then now I understand that there is an issue with the system. So now I need to analyze, which is step two. So step first is step one is isolate the problem. Where is the problem happening? Where is the leak? Let's call it a leak. Where is the leak occurring, right? So if you're trying to figure out where a leak is, you're going to isolate that problem and figure out where the leak is happening. So that's what we do in step one. We isolate, figure out where the leak is happening. Step two is analyze, right? We analyze it. Why is it happening? What caused it to happen? Why did this system failure happen? And don't freak out because it's going to happen. It's life. <laughs> Even systems aren't fail-proof, right? 
even systems, you're going to have some type of issue with them. Okay. It's just not, it's not about what's going to happen. It's about when it's going to happen. Something is going to happen. Right. And, and then you tweak it. Okay. So in this analyzation process, all right, you find that you have some type of system that is not working right. Okay. When you find that the system is not working right, we analyze it. We figure out where this is happening from and why, what caused this to happen. Okay. And then we repair it. We fix it. We fix the problem. Okay. Whatever that is, I'm not going to get into how to troubleshoot all the different systems, but this is your go-to step-by-step guide on how to do it. Isolate the problem, analyze the problem to figure out why it happened so that you can prevent it from happening again, right? And then repair it. Okay. Now, once you're repairing it, you need to do something else. You need to record that. Record what you're doing to repair the system. All right. So when you record what you're doing to repair the system, you're giving number one yourself proof of why this happened, how to fix it, if it ever happens in the future. And you're setting up processes for your future team or your team if you have one. So now you're twofold taking charge of your future, okay? And you're you're fixing the problem. You have documented proof. Here's the process. Here's the manual. Boom, drop the mic. That's how you fix it, right? Okay, so I know that that's a step that a lot of people were not doing. I know that you weren't recording when you fix a problem. And this is for any business. It's not just for service-based, oh, let me record my screen. No, you have a phone and a camera. Record it. What if you're a mechanic and you need to fix something? Record it. So we 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 oftentimes think, overthink a lot. We overthink things and we think we have to have some type of production crew just to record um, ourselves or record what we're doing or record our processes. No, you guys are thinking too much. Pull your phone. Do people think about this? When something goes wrong in the and you're out in the streets, what happens? The first thing people do is pull out their phone and start recording. They are not overthinking it, right? And then what? You see this video that you're watching now of whatever that incident was. It's no different for yourself. So again, so for all of you who are just joining, hey, 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 we are talking about um, when systems go wrong, okay? And we're talking about what to do when your systems go wrong. First thing, don't freak out, all right? (laughs) It's going to happen. Something is going to happen. It's not the end of the world. But the very first step is to isolate the issue. Is it a one-off issue? Is it a actual system failure? Do you have one email or support ticket saying you have an issue or do you have many? If you have many, it's a system failure. If you have one, it's just a one-off incident and you need to help that person get whatever they need to get. Number two, analyze it. Analyze what happened and why it happened and where is it coming from? 
Um, and number three, repair the incident and record the repair. Okay, I have a question. I'm going to answer this question. How did you learn all of this? <laughs> Experience. I learned it because I've done it. I've ne If you come on my lives, if you engage with me, I never, ever, ever speak to anything that I have not done and that I have not experienced. So if I'm telling you this, it's because I've experienced it, I've done it, and now I'm telling you how to do it and avoid the mistakes that I make. Good morning. <laughs> so that is how I learned how to do all of this systems as well. I also have an IT degree, so I love to tinker with systems, <laughs> all right? Um, you may not love it, but I love it. So again, we're talking about when systems go wrong, record the fix. Now, here's the most important thing. Once you record the fix, if it affected your customer's experience, if it affected your customer's journey in any kind of way, please communicate that to them communicate that to them and let them know like, hey, um, we had a system issue, uh, we're working on it, or it's fixed if you were affected in any way, make sure you have a solution. So now this is where, again, process and strategy comes in at, right? What is the solution for what your system failure was? So if people were not getting their products, then of course it would be to deliver the products, right? So if they didn't get their product, you're going to now deliver the product, whether they got it or not. Hey, let's just send an email to everyone saying, here is your product. We apologize. Our system failed, whatever. Be transparent. Don't lie. Don't fake. Please. It, anyone listening to me, I really encourage you to be transparent in your business. Don't lie. It is what it is. It's nothing you did. If the system broke down, the system broke down. Cars break down. It's nothing you did unless you didn't change your oil. <laughs> I mean, so let's be honest and, and apply these things because you want people to be honest with you. So be that business owner that's going to be honest with other people. I tell you all the time. I give you a prime example. I took forever to deliver the, the playbook. It didn't get delivered when it was supposed to be delivered. But anybody who was waiting on that wait list can tell you the exact reasons why that playbook was delayed until it was supposed to be delivered, I think, Friday. It didn't get delivered till Monday. Why? Because of me. Because I felt like it wasn't enough in there and I kept adding stuff to the playbook and the design, the graphic designer had to keep fixing stuff. But I sent emails telling you it's my fault. I sent emails telling you, like, listen, I know I just don't feel comfortable releasing this right now, but you're going to get it. You're, I promise you, you'll have it Monday. I added a bunch of things, and the graphic designer has to, to format them and make them look right in here. And I'm sorry. Be honest, okay? So make sure you communicate to your audience whatever happened, the troubleshooting, and most important, if you applied a temporary fix to the problem, schedule downtime. You see this all the time. You see where a, a system will go down and they'll say, we have scheduled maintenance. 
that schedule maintenance is to prevent issues and to work on things where most likely it won't impact the customer. So usually the scheduled downtime may be like at 1 a.m. in the morning till 5 a.m. in the morning, and then our system will be back up. Well, for most people, you should be sleeping at that time. Um, I do understand that there's a new era of buying habits now that people are buying overnight. Um, but unless the majority of your sales are coming from there, shut that system down and work on it. Make sure it's right. Take it offline, fix it, test it, and make sure that it is working properly. This is the most important thing, testing. So if you're not testing, (laughs) you're going to have issues. How do you test? All you have to do is put your information in and run a test. If you have a biz buddy, you and your biz buddy can test. You and your team can test it. Test it out live. Create, um, Create dummy accounts so that you can test, so that you can make sure that your systems are not likely to go down, right? So one thing that's important is that you don't want a system that's always broken or the system is always going out. Like when I say this, I think about the different cable companies, right? So when DirecTV and um, what's the other one? I can't think of the name of the other one, but the satellite companies, when they first came on line and people were first getting them, one of the main problems was like, oh my goodness, when the wind blows, I lose my signal, right? Because they haven't perfected that 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 signal. They haven't perfected the right frequencies that they needed to use to ensure that their customers weren't losing access to programming, right? So... That's the same thing. Now, they're pretty good. Um, I don't know about anybody else, but they're pretty good. I I don't have them, but my mom did. So, But that's what you want to make sure that you're getting into, number one, a system that's not broken all the time. That's always going down. Oh, my goodness, their system is always going down. So that's one thing, too, for me that I always recommend systems that have a a least occurrence of downtime okay they don't go down if they go down it's something wrong just like when active campaign went down it was because the amazon server went down who would think the amazon server would go down right these are just examples of when systems fail like the whole server went down so who would have thought that that would happen and how many things were connected to that Amazon server going down, right? So um, also the last thing is you always need to have a backup plan. You always need to have a backup plan for if your systems go down. And this is in your internal businesses as well. So if your main system that runs your business goes down, one of my jobs used to have these things called downtime activities, right? So what are the downtime activities you want your team to do? Okay. 
for me, I'm going to just tell my team to take the rest of the day off because we're primarily online and we set up systems and processes for people, right? And so when I tell someone the project timeline, I cushion for issues. So if one day is going to throw us off, then I need to reevaluate me. I need to reevaluate what I'm telling people and I need to give myself more cushion on timelines. But if you're running a business that you have maybe a brick and mortar business and can't do that. So then you need to put in place some downtime um, processes for when the systems go wrong, when the systems break, if the system totally goes down and, and they can't work. Right. Used to happen a lot um, with maybe outlook going down and that was the main system and the server behind that. Um, manage the whole CRM system for the business and you can't work now. I can't work because the majority of my work is in this system. So what do I do? What are my downtime activities, right? So just make sure that you are thinking of what do I want people to do if the system breaks and, and my team, what processes do I need my team to be able to know how to do and how can they access them offline, right? Because if they can't use the internet, then how can they access them? If it's a specific system that's down, then how would you allow them to access them? So most likely you should have given them, given each person that standard operation procedure, I call it a disaster manual. You should have given them that disaster manual before so that they can take care of it okay and they'll have it and they'll be able to go to it on in their individual computers or internet g suite has an internet too so you can set up an internet that people can access things online and offline all right so let's recap welcome to system situations for those of you who just joined we're wrapping up um, we are talking about when systems go wrong. First thing to do is do not panic. Okay. Do not panic. It's going to happen. All right. Just be ready. The next thing you need to do is to isolate the issue. Is it a one-off issue or is it really a system failure? You know that because either you're receiving multiple complaints or you've received one complaint. So if you've received one complaint, just help that person out. The system is fine. If you receive multiple complaints, go on to step number two, analyze. So if you analyze, you're analyzing what the complaints are saying, because that's how you're going to tell what's wrong and what system you need to go into. Right. Number three is repair. Repair the issue. Repair and record is really number three. Repair and record the issue. So make sure you're recording, screen recording, using your phone, um, using your camera, your tablet, your laptop, screen share, how whatever your business model is, make sure you repair and record the issue. Number four is communicate. Communicate that issue. Communicate the solution. Communicate with your, your audience and whoever it affected. And then number four is schedule downtime and test. Prepare maintenance and test. Thank you. So um, 
I love this so much needed for my business. Yes, yes. We These are the things that most business owners don't think about, but we need it because we don't want to um, have people not knowing what to do. And we want to be able to relieve ourselves from being everything, right? So if we do it now, then we'll be ready for when we say, okay, I'm ready to hire or I'm... I'm saying everyone that's listening to me is going to have an influx of business and you're going to be like, oh my goodness, I need to hire some people. Well, your systems will be set up, right? And especially if you get the PVA playbook, I teach you how to set your processes up. I give you the templates and I give you tips and tricks on how to do it like easy. So it's not so, oh my goodness, I have to do this. And then you'll be ready. You'll be ready for the team. Not only that, you'll have a step-by-step guide to setting systems up, okay? So if you haven't got your playbook, get the playbook, the systems playbook. You go to www.pvaplaybook.com. And I love you guys. And that is it for our session today. All right, get the playbook, guys, and I will see you next week. Same time, same channels.